in your soul realm this world has always revolved around Jesus and the deception of the enemy is that maybe it's about me maybe it has something to do with me maybe it has something to do with him maybe it has something to do with her maybe it has something to do with Michael Jackson or Kurt Cobain something to do with Donald Trump or Vladimir Putin, something to do with anyone except Jesus Christ is the deception of the world. It's true. The awakening of the nations is that it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Every prophecy. You can't say, oh, that's a Bob Jones prophecy. That's a Jeff Jansen prophecy. That's a, you know, whatever prophet prophecy. That's from the book of Joel. It's about Jesus. All prophecy belongs to Jesus. I tell you what, and the true prophet be happy to give it to Jesus because they'll get even more rewards. The more selfless you become in your Christian awareness of Christ in you and total selflessness, the greater your rewards in heaven and on earth. Can you be erased to only see the Heavenly Father in you? Now, He's not going to just take over your soul without you just yielding and surrendering because it's a new covenant. And that's why Revelation 5 talks about a gold altar that you come willingly and bind your own heart with cords to the altar and offer your own heart every day as a living sacrifice, holy, and acceptable to the living Father. The sacrifice that the Father receives is your heart. The pure in heart see God. How do you get your heart pure? Just a daily living sacrifice. It's not about me, it's about Him. I don't live for self. I don't have any selfish ambition. It's not about me, it's about thee. Now, you can't overemphasize that because that's the entrance into the kingdom of heaven, the crucifixion of your self-consciousness and self-awareness and selfishness and self-promotion and self-defense, all of that religious realm of Satan and his angels, which is called Cain's pride, dying with Jesus on the cross and through the blood entering the glory realm of Christianity which is the centrality of Christ and not the centrality of me. On the curse side of the cross, it's all about me. On the religion side of the cross, it's all about me. It's all about others. Comparisons, envy, strife, it's hell. It's the, the wilderness. Dying of snakes, you know? Just get biting at each other, comparing each, to each other, and just... It's just horrible. It's a land of strife. The wilderness is a land of continuous strife. We read the Bible and you see strife, not just in Moses' exodus, but in the apostles' exodus of bringing people out of religion into the glory realm. 
in the book of Acts. I mean, it's strife continuously in every chapter, 28 chapters of strife, of every carnal mind in the universe fighting the mind of Christ. You know? This exodus has continued for 2,000 years of people leaving the natural dimension into the glory dimension through the blood of his cross. The only thing that's ever blocked people from entering the glory is our own pride, our own selfishness, our own ideas, our own interpretation of the scriptures, our own doctrines and theologies, a Christianity about me instead of a Christianity about Christ in me. The realization of the glory, the purification of your heart by the Holy Spirit fire. And then your mind sees God and you live as a bondservant in chains to God. Your soul bound with cords to the altar and we never get off the altar. At any time does a Christian get off the altar and say, oh, it's okay to live for me now. I'm done baking. I'm done cooking. I'm done with the refiner's fire. I'm done with the kiln. Now it's a season of me. They always get seven times worse in the demonic, and I've watched it a million times. Refiner's fire is not so that you can be purified to have a better life for self. Refiner's fire is so that self will be so erased from you that you're only living in heaven on earth all the time that the Father's glory realm had consumed your five physical senses, so it's I who no longer lives, but Christ who lives through me. The full surrender of our bodies as living sacrifices. It's only at that point of yielding to the greater one in you that you know the life of Jesus that says, My cup overflows. Or the Apostle Paul who says, I've poured out my heart as a drink offering. I've poured out everything I am as a creature upon the altar of God. You know, every day, year after year, decade after decade, not even caring what happens to me, only caring that my Father has His way on earth. That's the Christian life. Can you trust God with your life? Can you trust an invisible God who loves you, who was made visible in His Son Jesus Christ, and who is visible now in the reading of the New Testament Scriptures? You know, this is a love letter from God, and the Holy Spirit's present with you to illuminate the Word to your mind. Without the Word of God, you have no map. Without the Word of God, you have no navigation. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word remains forever. The river is even called the water of the Word, the river of the Word. Proceeding from the throne of the Word, I saw a river come to the fountain of the waters of life and drink. And people are so beat up by religion that they're scared to read the Bible because it's not fun. It condemns them. It's boring. I tell you what, have a drink of the anointing oil and have a drink of the new wine and this word will leap off the pages. Every word will be like a gemstone to you. The gemstones of revelations are being imparted from the scriptures 
from Genesis to Revelation, into your spiritual stomachs. Ephesians 3.16 calls it your rich treasuries of glory. You have a rich tre- Everyone's riches are different, aren't they? He shouts his truths, but whispers his revelations. Not everyone walks in the same amount of treasury, of the kingdom dimension of his glory. Every single Christian is completely different in their wine cellar and in their treasure house of their Ephesians 3.16, rich treasury of glory, which is Luke 17.21, the kingdom of heaven within you, and John's revelation on Patmos, the gold cube, 1,500 square miles, and that whole row is within you. So why are you looking for him, men of Galilee? Why do you stand here staring up into the clouds? This same Jesus will come through you before he comes to you. You're going to birth him out of your belly, flowing rivers and springs. You're going to manifest the kingdom of heaven out of your belly and drown the earth like the days of Noah. (laughs) Hallelujah. There is a precious scripture that the Lord spoke to me during that intense time of throne room prophetic worship. You'll encounter God during our worship time, joelsbar.tv, www.joelsbar.tv. You'll get continuous downloads or uploads, mostly uploads, from the kingdom dimension in your belly, shooting up fireballs into your brain and taking your brain like a hot air balloon into a higher realm of glory. We go from glory to glory. The stairway of ascension, the secret stairway of the heart. The continuous renewal of the mind called transfiguration, Romans 12.2, it is written. You know, I know people have the fullness already in their spirit, but who has gotten their mind renewed to the place of healing every sick person in a 500-mile radius yet? You know, greater works? Jesus healed everyone in Israel. And Israel is what? Just a small little nation. Who's healed everyone in their nation yet? So we still have some greater works to do. Amen? And we will. We're growing. Sons of God are growing. We're confronting all the realm of the enemy, which is just mainly just religion. (laughs) Mainly just charismatic Pharisees who block the way from manifesting sonship because they can't control it. And it's not within their, their little apostolic clique or prophetic circle or itinerant ministry of whatever denomination of non-denominational thing they have and they think they're the top dog and it's like, no, it's about Jesus. It's not about you. I know you have suffered for Jesus and you think you deserve something. I understand where the full-time ministers are coming from. I really do understand the measures of your suffering and how much you've laid down your life to serve others. No one's trying to rip you off. We're trying to increase your blessing. There's an open heavens of the olive tree that will come over nations now. And it's going to rain oil and it's going to rain wine from the sky. It's called a new heavens where righteousness dwells. It's what happens when you reach full spiritual stature. Have you reached full spiritual... Have you hit the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus yet? The Apostle Paul says, I haven't obtained it. Philippians chapter 3, read the whole chapter. I press on to win the prize of the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus, you know, like a sprinter. And he says he hasn't received it yet. He hasn't met that mark yet. And he's already raised the dead. 
Scholars say he's already won 10 million people to Christ and he's discipling the entirety of Asia Minor. He's, in, he's from Rome to Jerusalem. I mean, what do you want? You want the, the whole world, Paul? You're so selfish, Paul. Give another minister a chance, Paul. Is it all about Paul all the time? Paul, 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 Paul. He gets the whole book of Acts. No, it's about Jesus. And if any man would completely yield to Jesus, they'd have 16 chapters of the book of Acts. It's just we're so selfish. And we're so selfish. And we're so prideful that it's about us still in our ministries and not about Jesus. And that's why you won't have 16 chapters of Acts, because I've rarely met anyone, even with an apostolic calling, that cannot make it about them and talk about themselves every single time I'm with them. Every single time. It's just me, 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 my visions, my dreams, my prophecies, my calling. Me, 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 me. And I know money is still your God. That's the ipso facto evidence that you're yoked to the gold image of Babylon. That it's still about you. And that you're not, in fact, refined in your heart and pure to make it about Christ in you. And I know you suffered. I know people have died along the path and you've had it real hard. But I tell you what, you'll have to get over it if you want to be great in the kingdom of heaven. People suffer in vain because of their own pride, and there's no rewards for it. And it is altogether different to suffer for righteousness' sake because of self-sacrifice and only Christ-awareness. There's a suffering and a persecution, according to Peter, of the spirit of glory. And that is greatly rewarded. But there's a suffering and a persecution because of your own stupidity. And that's not rewarded. And that's where many ministers get sour. They get bitter. And they start attacking the people that aren't bitter. And a root of bitterness springs up in them, and it defiles many, as it is written. I mean, I've just seen it hundreds of times, hundreds of times. I didn't get what I thought I deserved. What do you deserve? You deserve the lake of fire. Now you're born again and you think you've earned something? Have you cut yourself off from grace? You think you think you get a big house and a big mansion because you quote scripture? And you're barely willing to suffer anything in your life and you're always looking for an easy way out? You're always looking for the, the easiest way out of refiner's fire? I watched 44 people come through my house in continuous community living for eight years before we cut them off and grandfathered them all out. And I watched the majority of them run for their lives to do whatever they want to do in their life after they left this house. Most of them have cut off communication with me and are just nobodies in the kingdom of heaven. Absolutely unknown in the glory realm. Unknown. Running as fast as they can from the glory of God and from refinement in their hearts and the purification of their hearts and the gold altar of fire before my Father's throne. Taking their hearts off the altar and sprinting in the opposite direction as fast as they can to stop the suffering because they're so selfish. I don't want to suffer. It's only suffering because of our pride. Once you get over yourself, and once you get over your own soul, 
And once you get over your own selfishness, and once you get over your own ego and pride, it gets so easy, you fall in love with the fire. I'm a fire fiend. I mean, people think I'm crazy because I just want more fire, and it's like they come around me and they feel like they're dying. I mean, they literally start screaming many times. They'll start screaming, weeping, wailing, mourning, because the demons in them are so tortured. And those demons are only enforcing the lie that you have a life apart from the fire of his altar. That there is anything in this realm apart from binding your heart with cords to the horns of my heavenly Father's altar. As if you have a life apart from heavenly Jerusalem, the Lamb's book of life, the kingdom dimension, the twelve stones of the high priest of our heart life, and the twelve pearls of the purification of our soul life and the twelve stars of the holy angels of heavenly Jerusalem which are inside the gold cube in your belly, heavenly Jerusalem, the kingdom of heaven. Zion, chief of all the mountains, because the last days are over. Oh, it's the last of the last days. So it means you're, you're in the end of time already. The seventh day is the end of time. You've had six days since, since Adam. You've already entered the seventh day. You're in the year 2019. You're 19 years already into the seventh day Sabbath rest that is sovereign of the glory dimension of the blood of the Lamb upon all five physical senses of kings and generals, horse and rider, rich and poor, and all humanity's flesh worldwide. And all the stars and sands obey the man who created this world. A man about six foot tall with flesh on his name is Jesus Christ. And everyone will get to see Him, get to know Him, get to fall in love with Him, get to purify their heart with His fire, realize He's not a bad God, He's only going to bless you and heal you and prosper you. He has no sickness and disease in Him. He's not going to punish you. He's not angry at you. He's not going to beat you up. He's going to wash away your sorrows. He's going to wash away your sadness. He's going to wash away your sins. He's going to wash away your selfishness, your pride. Pride is the only thing that keeps you from knowing His goodness. Pride is the only thing that keeps you separated from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Oh, I've tested it tens of thousands of times. I mean, I watch as the only thing strong enough in the kingdom of hell to keep a person in a hardness of heart state to not experience this fire and glory is the goat head of Egypt, Satan's pride, that pretends to be Christianity of false piety, false humility, looking good in front of others, pleasing man and not pleasing God, doing the New Testament in your own strength and not in the power of the Holy Spirit, building sandcastles in Egypt by your five physical senses and calling it Christianity, but it's not the river of life and there's no refreshment in it and there's no rewards for any of it and they're all discouraged because they think they deserve all this stuff from God and they'll never get a single thing from God. The only thing, the only person that deserves anything from God is Jesus. And the only way you get an inheritance with Jesus is by the sacrifice of your own heart on His altar. And you stay burning. Do not grow weary in well-doing. Which means stay bound with cords to the altar. 
that burns with the seven blazing torches of God's Holy Spirit. If you get up, you forfeit all your inheritance in Jesus Christ because you never deserved anything anyway. You deserved hell. And more than anything, the prideful, self-righteous hypocrites deserve hell. But they're the ones most angry that they're not getting everything they think they deserve by all their little works. And I gave out so many tracts and I did so much evangelism. I told this person about Jesus. Now you owe me. You owe me, God. God's like, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I, I don't even know you. If you want to be intimate, intimate with me in the secret stairway of your heart, then I, I'll give you an inheritance by grace because we'll become friends. But I don't owe you anything. You owe me everything, says the Lord Jesus. Jesus doesn't owe any of us anything. What did you do to earn anything from God? Dealing with pride. I mean, <laughs> it's called the bottomless pit of, in Revelation for a reason. Because our works are a bottomless pit, and we dig our own holes... You know, sometimes we, you are thrown in the hole like Jeremiah, which is the case with very few Christians, actually, because they're not suffering for the spirit of glory, but that does exist in America. But most people dig their own holes, and they put themselves in their own hole of their own self-effort, and they're like, why, God, why do you hate me? Why do you... What are you doing down there? Religion of your five senses puts you there. Your carnal mind not submitted to Christ in your belly put you in that hole. You dug the hole and you fell into the hole and you're covering yourself with dirt. Most Christians live in the graveyard. Most charismatic Christians live in the graveyard. Most charismatic Christians have their natural realm controlled by Satan and not the olive leaves. How do I know? Huh. They tell me every day. Constant problems. They're so broken in debt they can't give even though they're thankful. There's no prosperity. <laughs> there's no abundant life. And there's no freedom. Very little at best. And everyone's a total mess because Satan still controls their natural realm. We need to live under the covering of the olive tree. We need to live submitted with our whole soul to Jesus Christ. We need Him as our King to reign over our heads. Hallelujah. He's the King of glory. He's the Lord of glory. He's the God of glory. He's the Anointed One, which means the one with all the oil, the oil of the olive tree, the tree of life in the Garden of Eden that died on the tree for you so you could have the oil in your natural dimension so you're blessed and not cursed, so you're prosperous and not poor. So you're rich in glory, rich in wisdom, rich in freedom, rich in revelation. It's not even about driving a Bentley. It's about driving a chariot of fire. It's about being in the high places with God through intimacy in your heart. The stairway of your heart, it is written. Song of Solomon 2, the stairway of the heart, the secret place of intimacy with Jesus Christ. 
then you get an inheritance. Then everything is added unto you. Then you're so whacked out of your carnal mind and love that it don't matter what kind of hell you got to go through in this world, they could throw you in a pit to die like Joseph. They could throw you in the lion's den to die like Daniel. They could throw you in the fiery furnace like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to die and even get angry at you because you're blessed in there and say, turn it up, the suffering seven times hotter. And you're like, oh, I wanted a suntan. Give me some, give me some lotion. It feels good. And the only thing that died in the furnace was their chains. Their bonds were loosed. I tell you what, you stay faithful in your heart to the love of Jesus and grow in intimacy in your heart with Jesus, no matter how much furnace of affliction comes upon you in the natural dimension, all that's going to do is burn up the bondage like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego with the fourth man in the furnace of Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. So I pray, Father, that not the affliction turns up, but the fire of your love turns up in their hearts. And I pray for the protection of the leaves of the olive tree according, according to Judges 9.9 of the anointed one, the tree of life in the garden. Romans 11, the olive tree of the anointed one of his unlimited anointing to cover all your five natural senses. And each morning, the anointing oil of joy and the anointing oil of prosperity be poured upon your souls and run down through all your flesh to the toes of your feet and all your paths be completely smeared with oil and butter of the goodness of our God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministries, redletterman.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Glory to God.